That was weak. I'm just going to do another one just for Fonzie. Sorry about this. I just needed something to make me feel good about that because that, that first clap was trash Ola. Yeah. Like K Chaffa. Ooh. What trash. Anyway, Mark, how's it been? Uh, it's pretty good. I have a story about my morning for you. Ooh, I am excited. So I'll preface this with, for the last, for for this entire holiday weekend, I don't, maybe before this, but definitely this entire holiday weekend, my body has not allowed me to sleep in. And I don't mean sleep in as in sleep a little bit past when I normally wake up, which is between like 6.30 and 6.45 is kind of my window for waking up. I don't mean like, oh, I haven't been able to sleep till like, eight or even seven thirty. No, my body's been forcing me awake by about six, six fifteen now. Mm. Like every single morning. And we've been staying up till like eleven or midnight. Wow. Uh so that hasn't been great. But this morning last night I was like, all right, you know, I had a day where I hadn't eaten a whole lot. You know, Thanksgiving we ate way too much. We went to Fogo de Chow. Mm-hmm. Friday, we didn't eat really that much, but then we went to the Alamo Draft House to watch a movie with a friend, and I got like a shake, which you get a shake and you don't really think about it. You're like, oh, it's a shake. I've had shakes before. <laughs> and then you have to, you know, in a city like San Francisco or a state like California where they put the calories everywhere, you do have to reckon with the fact that it is a 1,000 calorie shake. Yeah. And then you also ate a bowl of popcorn. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't eat super well. That probably didn't help. But Saturday, I was like, okay, like, I, I had a good day. I went out, got a lot of steps in. I was feeling very positive that I would sleep well. And then I didn't. And still woke mm. up at, like, quarter to six. <laughs> I was mm. like, oh, crap. So I wake up, and I start doing some laundry because I had nothing better to do at six in the morning on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And at least I would beat the crowd from the weekend. Uh, so I start some laundry, and then I look, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to run the dishwasher last night, and it was very full. And, I, and then I realized, oh, that's right, I forgot to run the dishwasher because I've had dishwasher detergent on the grocery list for, like, four days now. Ooh. So I say, oh. okay. Um, and, and a few of those days was, like, preemptive, but two days ago, we, I, I really ran out of it, you know? Yeah, like it was uh, gone. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll wait for the like load of laundry to move from the washer to the dryer, and then I'll go to Safeway and get some stuff. So now, Mark, not to interrupt your story, but did mm-hmm. you think of the life hack of just using laundry detergent in the dishwasher? Um, I did not think of that because I don't what know how to trust hand soap or things. dish soap. It's never. It's not that it hasn't occurred to me that that could work. It's that I don't know. I'm and glad. I, and I'm too scared of the monolith that is the world of household cleaning products to do something that they don't explicitly tell me to (laughs) i'm glad you have these types of concerns because honestly now that i think about it i don't know how laundry detergents will turn out but dish soap or hand soap will turn out very badly in a very funny way yeah i get way too bubbly and stuff yeah your apartment will be full of foam (laughs) yeah yeah so didn't didn't go that route no phone uh, parties? Nope. Not 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 on uh not really early on a Sunday, not what I was looking for. Dang, Rave Boy Mark not <sighs> out to this weekend. Yep. 
So sorry for interrupting. Maybe if it had, maybe if it had been late Saturday night. Ah, okay, okay, sure. But so yeah, I I moved the laundry over, put it in the dryer, so now I have time to go to the grocery store before the dryer's done. So I walk over to Safeway. I go roaming around, and I get some English muffins. I get some bananas. Yada yada yada. I go over to the like household section and just kind of quickly perusing. I clip some coupons, so I grab some you know thing that was on sale and I had a coupon for. And I go check out, walk home, and as I'm about to like, you know, I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to start the dishwasher now because it bothers Erin when she's like, what if it's like the morning and I start it? So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll like do it a little bit later today, right? Like because we were going to go out in in the after in the I guess late morning into the city. I'm like, all right, well, I can set it for like to schedule it for later. Mm-hmm. So I'm like looking at this. I'm about to do this, and then I look in my hand, and I'm like, oh, that's a funny looking bottle for dishwasher detergent. And I'm like, oh, I just bought a whole bottle of laundry detergent that I don't need. Oh no! <laughs> so I put that in the cabinet and say, okay, great. But I don't want to go back to Safeway because I was just there. And I'm sure I'd have the exact same cashier because there's only one lane open and it's the express lane. And they don't open up the self-checkouts that early. Oh. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go. It's it's still a very lovely Sunday morning. I love Sunday mornings in the city. It's a crisp day. I'll go walk in a different direction to Whole Foods. <clears throat> so I go walk to Whole Foods and I walk in, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know where household stuff is, kind of near the cash registers. And I'm looking around, and I, all I see, like, I, I find some laundry stuff, but pretty much all I'm seeing is hand soap and dish soap, and then, like, bathroom stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck? Do they not, do they not have laundry, or not, or do they not have dishwasher detergent at this Whole Foods? What the heck? So I just, like... But I'm like, I don't want to like walk into this Whole Foods and just walk out. So I'm just kind of putzing around looking for like a thing that I could also get, you know? Uh, I'm I'm just putzing around looking for a thing. thing You sound like my grandpa. Here's the extra funny thing. I got back from Safeway at like... 7 20 7 30 maybe whole foods isn't open till eight so i just like st- sat around in my apartment for 15 uh, minutes <laughs> until i could leave to go to whole foods to get there when oh it opened oh my gosh uh, so, so i'm walking around and i eventually like i just settle on getting a box of croissants uh for aaron in case you drop one what <laughs> nothing <laughs> and so i'm i'm looking around and all and i I was like, you know what, let me just kind of like walk through the different aisles. And all of a sudden I found the actual aisle with actual dishwasher detergent in it. Excellent. So that was good. However, this was this was after I was so dismayed that they didn't have dishwasher detergent where I thought it was going to be with all the other things that are like dishwasher detergent. Oh, the you That I just ordered it on Amazon while standing in the store. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't going to come till tomorrow. <laughs> So when I found it in the store, I was like, well, at least I'll have backups, you know? Oh, my gosh. How much storage do you have in your apartment? Like, do you have room to store all this bonus dishwasher detergent? Or is uh, this going to become a problem? No, no. The, the the space underneath our sink is rather capacious and, and really only has, like, you know, trash bags, all of the different, you know, 
kitchen based and laundry based things that we have and need and then like spare paper bags for recycling mm-hmm. that, that's what's under the sink so under the sink there's actually plenty of space for all this it's never been a problem uh, when I order dishwasher detergent off Amazon I normally get it in packs of three it's just that when I was running low I was like well you know I'm trying to order fewer things off Amazon and I go to the grocery store like several times a week so I'll just put it on the grocery list but of course mm-hmm. I was like right around Thanksgiving and so we weren't going to the grocery store so that's how my morning went that sounds like a real roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Highly inefficient, but I did get everything done. Or some <laughs> may say uh, exceptionally efficient because you accomplished so many things, even things you weren't planning to accomplish. That is true. I did get back to the apartment around 8.30 mm-hmm. and already had 6,500 steps. <laughs> See? I didn't even consider that, but you also got in a bunch of steps. That's right. Felt like a felt like a person who ran a five k at seven thirty in the morning <laughs> without the you know cardiovascular issues. Yeah, that would accompany that for me. Well, I'm glad you eventually got the mission accomplished. Me too. Even if it was a bit of a a wee bit of an adventure. Yep. Dishwasher detergent was was a success this afternoon. You want to know what I had the experience of buying over the weekend? Or going shopping for? I would like to guess. I will let you guess. A trowel. That is honestly a pretty... I don't want to say it's close, but it's like it's a decent guess. Okay. Do you want more guesses? Is it close because it can be had at a hardware store or because it has to do with plants? Or like on what dimension? You had the correct store. Okay, okay. That that doesn't narrow it down that much for sure. (laughs) I I uh, thought a new you toilet were gonna seat. Des- no, that wouldn't work because you live in an apartment. So what did you just say? I said a toilet seat. You are getting far closer. Oh. Um. Huh. Really? Like the right aisle. Okay. It's not something for myself. Oh. Uh. It's right there, Mark. But <laughs> day. <laughs> Mark, just take words out of the previous guess. Just a whole toilet. <laughs> Yep. Oh. Huh. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I wasn't even thinking about the, yeah, it's not for yourself. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I narrowed down on that quick. Yeah. I, when you said toilet seat, I almost needed a toilet seat. I almost crapped my pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny Uh, when you explain jokes, Grant. Honestly, I know that was a joke that it makes it less funny, but it made it more funny to me. <laughs> um anyway, uh yeah. And I had no idea there were so many options and so many so many variables mm. when purchasing a toilet. Indeed. Uh so many frustrating variables. I wish there was uh I feel like there's a lot of variables in a very small, uh, like, space of, like, so, like, they all have a fairly small window of variance in each variable, Mm -hmm. but there are, like, a number of them, and so they vary a lot within their respective windows, which makes a lot of options. But a lot of options that are essentially the exact same thing. Hmm. And it's frustrating when you want something kind of a little bit outside of the exact same thing, but it's really not an option. Okay, do you have any specifics you would like to share? Because this is all very vague. 
So, so my parents have a small bathroom they're trying to replace the toilet in. And by right. small bathroom, I mean like the distance from – if you would sit on the toilet that currently exists there, the distance from like your knees to the next wall in front of you is not that far. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to greatly expand the size of that toilet out from the wall. Uh, but they would like a toilet that is not 12 inches off the ground. <laughs> sure. If you go measure your toilet, you'll find that it is more than likely like 16 inches off the ground. Uh-huh. Like is a fairly comfortable seated position. Not like a little kitty chair in a kindergarten classroom that adults have to sit in and look super awkward while they're having like a parent-teacher conference. Yeah, we're not here to replicate a scene from Elf. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so... We were trying to get a toilet that was, like, normal human-sized, but that was also not, like, dramatically further out from the wall that is behind you when you're sitting on the toilet. Hmm. Uh, but that was a a tall task, apparently. Hmm. But we, I don't know, we came to the conclusion that the best, worst option was better than no option, so. Was that one that compromised on the sticking out factor or yes. the sitting up factor okay. sticking out honestly we didn't have the option of this uh s- sitting higher yeah. factor because turns out i'm pretty sure the toilet that is currently in that bathroom was like special ordered <laughs> because it that was is in the potty training room <laughs> tiny it like i legitimately think it was special ordered because i we didn't see anything in any of the stores that we went to there were even remotely similar dimensions like these days they've like they start to they've started to classify things into like oh chair height or like uh I don't remember what the other op- the taller option was I don't know if it's like throne height or something I feel like that's too on the nose um but there's like like a chair height and there's like an even taller one the and executive they have like, fit toilet <laughs> probably something like that <laughs> uh but like there were no ones that were 12 inches off the ground yeah like, not even close. Maybe so, in we terms just... of the sticking out part, no one's thought to make a toilet that is, like, the tank is, you know, half the width and twice the height. <laughs> I'm sure someone has thought of it. It's just not carried at, like, your everyday home store because I'm sure there's not that many home buyers or, like, homeowners that are, like, trying to change their own toilets. I don't know. At least not in the Midwest. Yeah. I bet if you go, like, out east or something when you get like really weird homes with weird dimensions that have been around forever and have yeah. been crammed into strange places then you probably get weird stuff because I've, I've seen some odd bathrooms in that some of be. the older houses in san francisco that aaron's docks at at mm-hmm. i wonder if some of a lot of that stuff though is like gone online these days of like big box stores won't even carry it anymore and so yeah. you have to go online to some like custom retailer or something that is just mm-hmm. like toilets toilets and more toilets or like i don't know what the store would be called what's a what's a good toilet store name uh i was trying to think of that um i'm going to go with um the oval office store hmm the What's oval bad? office oval depot? office depot yeah <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was getting there um 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 crappers crafts something ooh. like that Ooh. Uh, handcrafted crappers. <laughs> <laughs> Chat GPT, come to the rescue. 
Drop your kids off at the pool plus. What are some good names for a custom artisanal toilet shop? I don't know what better to. Okay. Uh, ooh, I like number th- three here. Royal Flush Artistry. Ooh. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> custom commodes. I wonder if I get similar suggestions to they you. Really, they really want alliteration here curated commodes uh no i had custom commodes oh couture commodes Ooh. lavish latrines throne craft throne craft is my number one that's mine too okay fascinating um (laughs) posh potties emporium (laughs) wow Uh, do you want your toilet to be timeless, Mark? Uh, sell me on it. I, I, I was mostly asking the question. I wasn't trying to. Oh, do do I want my toilet to be timeless? Um, I don't see why not. Oh my gosh, ChatGPT is just teaching me a new word. How do you have a Atlier? Oh, Adlia, Adlier. I've never heard this word before. The suggestion was artisanal aqua atelier. Hmm. And that is apparently a workshop or studio. Interesting. I have artful ablutions. Ooh. Which isn't quite right, but... Artisan basin barn. That feels just like so. Or it could just be like a picture of Steve Carell and it's just called the toilet store. That'd be pretty good. The toilets. It's like the container store. Yeah. Or like Except you have to fight, you know, trademark infringement from the people who wrote Anchorman. Yeah, they probably would fight you, wouldn't they? Probably. That's so disappointing. Why do people always gotta always gotta go after people about crap like this? Grant has brought BFGF syndrome by Patabot. We see a girl and a boy sitting at a table. Maybe it's a counter. Hard to tell. The girl kind of has her knees up and is tucking a bowl of something in her, you know, between her chest and her knees. She's munching, munching, munching. There's a, a cup of something off to her right, our left. The boy, with his empty dish, is kind of looking down at the rather full dish that the girl has. Uh, The girl kind of had, in the next frame, the girl has something on a fork and is kind of offering it towards the boy and says, want a bite? And the boy leaning over, uh, based on the little like movement lines that we see on the right side of this frame, it almost appeals like he is quivering with anticipation, I would say. Uh, and he says, no, it's, it's okay. I don't want to take your, and the next frame, the fork has been put into his mouth, or maybe he has taken the fork into his mouth. It's honestly extremely unclear to me based on the movement of these (laughs) characters, whether he has lunged forward to take this food off the fork or the girl has like baited him and like basically like airplaned the food into his mouth. The end result, either way, 
is a nom. And then the boy now has a kind of contented look that he is chewing with. And the girl is smirking at him and kind of patting his cheek, saying, Your mouth says no, but your mouth says yes. And there's kind of a... There is a question mark to the side of the boy's head, which I am choosing to interpret as he is so blissful about the result of this whole exchange that he has, like, no spare parts of his brain to process the joke that was just made. Yep. So I want to point out, is she, like, what is she doing with her hand in the last panel of this comic? Is she tapping his cheek as he's chewing? Yeah, well, yeah, she's, like, patting his cheek like a, oh, you silly boy. Does that seem weird to you? I'm I'm not going to um, I'm not going to force you to put yourself in the situation where the premise of this comic is normal and not weird. I feel like I the premise think, of this comic is kind of odd and how it goes about happening. Well, you don't have a girlfriend, so uh <laughs> But would you say this out loud? Oh, or, the your, the the thing that she says? Yes. Oh. Um, I feel like the thing said in the lat I feel like this is totally fine. And the thing said in the last panel, maybe I just like am out of touch, but I feel like that sounds weird. Does, but it also Especially as you are petting someone's cheek. That feels like something a serial killer would say. Well, I don't am I, wrong? I don't take it that strong. I think that it's awkward phrasing. I feel like there's probably a slightly better way to like piece that sentiment together but i get what they're saying like i understand the joke but but while petting someone's cheek while they're chewing i mean that's the part that pushes it to serial killer territory to me i mean they're dating so i don't think it's as weird has aaron ever pet your cheek while you're chewing so here's my take on this don't worry about the fact that it is specifically the cheek because i feel like the proper motion would be like i don't know what you're motioning (laughs) My point, what I was going to say is, like, this is the equivalent of almost like a like a joking pat on the head. But given the proportions of these cartoon characters, given that they're cartoons, her reaching up and attempting to pat his head would look ridiculous. So they had to choose something to do to get this, like, jokey physical contact, you know? He got shoulders, don't he? I don't know. Yes, but this is... I don't is, but again, too far, but, but like... You know, like it feels like an intentional choice to caress his cheek while he's chewing, and that's my problem. I don't think that she's actively holding on to it. I think she gave it like a little pat. I don't know if for me that makes it better. That's fine. You don't you don't have to agree, you know. Know what you want out of, you know, your relationships. I don't want people rubbing my face while I'm chewing. Dear world, please know this. If you are in a relationship with me, do not rub my face while I'm chewing. That feels weird. I'm glad to get that off my chest. Mark, but I still, (laughs) I cannot handle you defending this premise. What if I I rubbed your cheek while you were chewing? Would you find that uncomfortable? I'm not dating you. So, yes. I I don't know what to tell you, Grant. I'm, I'm not, like, saying this is a thing I would do myself or that i would expect to happen to me but i don't feel like you know revolted by it in the way that you seem to (laughs) i'm not revolted by it i just think it's weird revolted implies like some disgust i'm just like uh 
yo awkward turtle moment here, dude. Like, what so the how about, heck how about was this? that? Let me let me reframe this for you then. Okay. Has anything you've ever would you want all the things that you've ever done in private with one other person, like broadcasted in comic form? Are there weird things that you've done with individuals in your life that other people would say that was Mark, a weird interaction? Mark, this is such a question that we are not discussing on the podcast. No, because it's irrelevant because this is a slice of life comic where this is happening between just two people <laughs> in the comfort of their own home. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. The question you asked me is so different from that. We're not no, discussing this on the comic. So for this week. For... No, Mark has brought poorly on. drawn you lines. You are garbage. <laughs> we're, we're not even we're, half an hour into the show, Grant. <laughs> we're hitting the escape key on this line of questioning. What did you expect to happen when you brought this comic? And the only thing you wanted to talk about how was how weird this was. That's not when the, the only thing. Well, then you just on to something answered else. so wrongly that I can't let it go. <laughs> okay, the second issue with this comic. Mark, how do you for this, Grant. <laughs> how do you feel about people chewing with their mouth open? Not mm. just chewing with their mouth open, chewing with their mouth open to the point that there is food flying out of their mouth or stuck to their cheeks. I I have <laughs> I have definitely grown up and been taught that that is a big no no. Okay, I do my absolute best to stick to that i think the only thing that is like that that happens is trying to figure out what exactly to do when you get caught like with a direct question while you're chewing mm-hmm. right and depending on the comfort level i have with who who i'm with and how nice of a place we are at i may do the you know cover my mouth and attempt to begin to address whatever was said mm-hmm that that is my internal compromise. I'm sure whenever Erin hears this, she'll tell me whether that is true. I believe that is the example I follow. I don't think I chew with my mouth open. Um, I try not to be a noisy eater either. But I'm sure I'm sure I've slipped up here and then. But yes, I've definitely been taught that is not a thing one does. Mm-hmm. What about like if there are people around you that are clearly doing this? How does that make you feel? Um, how does it make me feel? Do you not care at all? Because that wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. I think I would notice. I feel like I would feel slightly judgmental, I guess. I'm trying Ooh. to think of the best word. Mark's like, I, I would be, I would be slightly put off by it, you know? Because mm. I do think that there is like... It's it's not I, I understand that manners are cultural, but all I can, you know, all I know is that I inhabit the culture that I inhabit. And that's just one of those things that's been like really drilled India. Yeah, that like th- that's not a thing one does in the same way that a thing one does do is say please and thank you. You know? Yeah. It's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um it's those li- just those little things that just kind of nag at you yeah and it's not like a a be-all end-all sort of thing but it it can add up it can just kind of bug you yeah i really hate those little things that nag at you you know like like when people pet your cheek while you're chewing food that they shoved in your mouth um anyway 
Another question for you, Mark. Are you a food sharer? Like, do you enjoy sharing food? Do you actively disenjoy sharing food? Are you like a... Oh, maybe this reference isn't going to land, but like, are you a Joey or nah? Oh, uh, if this is a friend's reference, yes, I understand. Yes, it is. Um, I think that I have gotten slowly better at sharing food out of necessity. Okay. <laughs> so, so you've I, been I'm, required I'm not a, I'm not a, to learn to be okay with it. Are there... I think so. I, I think that over... I'll, I'll put it this way. Over time, the biggest contributing factor to being okay with sharing food, when it's like, this is a thing that I ordered, right? Yeah. The, like... The fact that I do know that I ordered something good, and at least if it's Erin, I don't mind if she wants a taste of the good thing that I decided to order, even if she decided to order something different. <laughs> um, maybe she ordered something that she would think is better or differently good. I will sometimes try something that she's having, but I, I've kind of moved more in the direction of, yes, this is a thing I ordered, but I'm not going to be vindictive about that fact. Okay. You know? uh, and then the secondary, a secondary thing is like, I share French fries pretty much all the time uh, because I recognize that these days, almost anywhere I go, they give too many French fries for me. Okay. And so that's just like a thing is Aaron and I know we can share that sort of like little side stuff. Yeah. What about like where you, maybe this situation isn't going to be relevant to you, but like if you are... If you're at home, you're watching a movie, and you're prepping a little snack, like you're making a little bowl of, a little bowl of popcorn for yourself, or like pulling some chips out of a bag for yourself, or something. Uh-huh. Does sharing it all play into your mindset around those sorts of snack preps? I, uh, I think the default is asking, "Do you want your do you, like? Do you want some <laughs> of this? Do you want your own bowl of this?" Yeah. And not like, I'm going to roll over with a big old bowl that we're both sharing. Not assuming that it's going to be shared. Correct. Okay. We we tend to, unless it is something that is like, and I can't even think of what would be set up in a way where it would be impossible to split if we wanted to share it. A popsicle. I, I guess. <laughs> that doesn't really come up. Uh Maybe like if I'm making like a bit like a thing of nachos on a single plate, but even then that'd be pretty easy to split. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I I feel like we but, are kind of we kind of default to just like splitting. Let's say as you're opposed making, to sharing an individual thing. Making nachos on a single plate. Would you make a different amount of nachos if you were the only one home versus if you expect somebody else to be eating some of them? Yes. I would, but I, I I feel like my default, all I can say is my default is always asking. Okay. And then you go from there. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Am I allowed to move on in the Mark show this week? Now you are. So this week, uh, now that I'm allowed to move on, we have uh, Poorly Drawn Lines by uh, Rez Fresmand. Reza Fresmand. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We're not going to pretend like either of those were correct even that time. And I swear to God, I've brought this comic before. Hmm. I hope not. The heck? I've the looked com- at this comic before. The comment before. history does not indicate as such. I've looked at this comic before then. Well, that's a different matter. 
It's that's what it's got to be. So we got we got a we got a bear and we got a bird. The bear the bear has got a, a drink, but I don't think it's relevant to the comic. But we're still gonna mention it. Actually, you know what? We're mentioning things that aren't relevant. We got a green bear and a blue bird. Green bear says, "People underestimate me." Kevin. Kevin replying back, "That must be nice. No one estimates me at all." They just say, "Oh, look at that bird." I have no estimates about him. That feels like an obsess, uh, incredibly awkward thing for someone to say aloud as well. Um, <laughs> no, this is perfectly also, normal conversation, Grant. <laughs> super hurtful. If somebody said that to me, I would feel hurt like this bird seems in the comic. If someone said, oh, look, there's Grant. I have no estimates about him. <laughs> I honestly... It's just like a weird phrase. I don't even know what that means, but it feels But that feels should be you hurtful. saying it about yourself. No one's saying that about you. But the bird's saying that, like, from this from the perspective of others, I thought. Well, I suppose. I, but it's, it's unclear if the bird is saying someone has specifically said exactly this to me. They just we, say... We can't, dive, we can't dive too much into this. The, the comic literally says, they just say, and then has a quote. I feel like it's implying others are saying this. Yes, but the uh, the sketchiness of not sketchiness, but like the the generality of the of the term "they" and "no one" implies that this is likely a summary statement of what they suspect. <sighs> this is anyway. a really weak of Mark being wrong and trying to argue with me, isn't it? Anyway, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get really I, into the antagonistic episode here <laughs> that just almost kill mark uh this is totally separate but i just wanted to share this while we're still recording um i saw a funny post today that was chemists are just molecules making other molecules and i love that for them <laughs> Oh, God, how I wish I made molecules some days. <laughs> uh, Grant, what do you think of your abilities to estimate? Ooh, I think they're excessively poor. <laughs> oh, I, I love that self-assessment. Um, I think I, I make a lot of estimates. I think this, okay, no, no, no. I think this is where it comes from. I think I make a lot of estimates in my life. Hmm. I do a lot of estimating. I think estimating is super valuable, and there are lots of things that I'm a baller at estimating. Hmm. But I make so many estimates about things that I am so not knowledgeable about or, like, have no way to accurately estimate within the context of what I'm trying to estimate. Like, the the variation within, like, what matters is kind of high for certain Hmm. things because, like, there's no way to estimate them. But I still will es- estimate them. Uh, that I, it's inevitable that it will be bad with like kind of the sheer number of estimates that I make and the sure. kind of high standard deviation we'll say for each one. Not standard, that's not the right term, but you know what I mean. More variance. Okay. Well, okay. I understand the the law of large numbers tact that you're taking, <laughs> but on a on a rate basis, how do you feel you do? On a rate basis, what do you mean by that? Like, yes, if if you get, like, you could get 70% of your estimates correct, 
and someone else could get 95 of their estimates correct. But if you estimate, or I guess the reverse, but either way, you know, if you are estimating a lot, it's easy for you in raw numbers to amass a large number of estimates that are poor. Okay. Right? But on a, like, like what... What Let, fraction do of your es- estimates are, est- yeah, are estimates weighted average? Estimates. Yeah, estimate how often <laughs> your estimates are good. <laughs> so I want to say it's really bad, which means that essentially my estimates have to be very, very good. Mm. Because if they're bad, that means that I'm wrong and I'm estimating. So that means they're good. <laughs> that means you're good at estimating. Right? <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to put yourself into a paradox. I'm trying to game the system here. I'm trying to win. Um, honestly, I think I I make a lot of estimates. I don't know. Like things that I estimate about that I have any right to estimate about, I do very well. Like things that are reasonable for me to estimate about. But there's things that I estimate about that are like they make – I don't even know if it's – maybe my problem is I'm uh, equating the words estimate and guesstimate. Because I love, like, mm. estimating when the bus is going to come. Sure. When, like, the bus will come any time in a five-minute window. Yeah. But I love estimating that's going to come at this time today. Mm-hmm. And it never does. <laughs> because I'm really guessing at when in its typical five-minute window it will show up. Sure. Um, that is a good distinction. And so maybe that's the issue here. Because, like, there are also things that, like, don't really matter that much. But things that like matter that I do make estimates on, I do I think a very good job at that. Like I I love when you get really good at estimating something. Mm. Like in a prior life, I had to estimate like masses of viscous liquids and I got so freaking good at that, I could do some of them with my eyes closed. And it was like like, you just be like, oh, I think maybe, okay, I need, like, two grams of this. Let's just, like, kind of scrape this and this. And I think I need just a little bit more, a little dollar more. Bonk. And then you finally look at the balance and you're like, yo, 2.000 right on the dot. Like. Nice. Like. That, that, that is far more cash me outside. interested in uh, because, like, when I say estimate, you know, I think the actual use of the word estimate means, like you are taking a shortcut to find an answer that in theory could be gotten more precisely if you had more time or more information or more resources or whatever, right? As opposed to like, like I guess that's kind of true of the bus situation, but feels different. So are you trying to say that my first answer was just wrong? No, no, not that it's wrong. I'm, I'm just saying like that, that I'm more, with I'm the more theme interested. Of the episode of Grant's wrong, Mark's right, end of story. I'm more, I'm more interested in your... You know, your butcher-like situation. My butcher <laughs> You know when you get, when you like, have yeah. someone who like works at a deli a long time and they're and you're like, yeah, yeah I can have a pound of meat? And they're like, yeah, easy. <laughs> it just, it hit me weird because I didn't think of it in that way first. And I was like, who am I chopping your up? <laughs> yeah. Or who or what am I chopping up? <laughs> Sorry, I should have said deli. Yeah. Would you want to become bad. a butcher? That's no. a job I've considered. I feel like that'd be a cool job. I you feel like a, it would, would not be a, be a fun job long term. I feel like it'd be a cool job to know more about. You'd be a good butcher. I'd, I'd get my meat from you. 